all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hey, are you looking for a show with no spin, with no jazz, without all the noise? Well, welcome. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. If you're looking for that type of show and that type of action and some straight out real talk, real news, real Bible conversation, you have made it to the right podcast. Body of Christ Real Talk is for you. Love you all. Peace out. Stay tuned for Body of Christ Real Talk. All right. All right. All right. All right. I was I had to catch myself. I was daydreaming there. I was looking at something. <laughs> Real talk. Body of Christ. Real talk. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show. God bless you all. I like to just uh, thank the ones that's been downloading my show. And I really appreciate you guys, the ones that's been listening to my show. If it weren't for you guys, you know, I don't know how long I'd be doing this. But to be honest with you, I would have kept on doing it. Because even if I only had five downloaders or even ten downloaders, it would have been discouraging. But at the same time, my goal is for someone to get saved. My goal is for men and women to hear the truth about God's word, rightly divided. My goal is to be is to be an ambassador for God to reconcile the world back to God. I know I'm not able to do the whole world, but even in my surroundings to bring people back to God where they belong. Okay? Now, good morning, good mid morning, good afternoon, good mid afternoon, good evening, good mid evening, and also to my night listeners, because I know you out there. Welcome. To the body of Christ real talk whether you in the USFA or internationally around the world welcome to the real talk with Joseph Brownlee okay storybook time Bible story book this is for all ages okay this this story this outstanding story is for all ages all creeds, all colors, all ethnicities, and all nationalities. This is the true story and the plan of God. Okay? Now, like I promised, the ones that uh, that tuned in the other day and listened to my last podcast, <clears throat> when I got into my, uh, I'm, I, I've done uh, 
uh, reaction and I gave you my opinion about what's going on in Asbury in Kentucky. It's, it's a revival that's going on out there, so-called revival. And for the ones that didn't hear that podcast, I recommend you to go there and to that podcast and check out their podcast where I give my breakdown, the pros and cons, and I give you my evaluation uh, and somewhat my opinion, you know, about what I thought about the little that I have seen and checked out myself on YouTube about the Asbury. Then I broke it down. You know, is it from God? Is it from the devil or Satan? Or is it from man? And the first, the conclusion to me, in my opinion, it was mainly a man, you know, a, a man uh, called Revival, if I could put it that way. And like most of them are. Now, I believe a lot of them have good meanings or whatever like that, but that's how emotions and feelings are. And I came to the conclusion when it came to the pros that I believe some people got saved. And I believe some people are uh, <clears throat> done it sincerely because they want a touch of God because there's so much going on. The church is kind of dry today and the church is so separated today. The church as in the body of Christ. But you got to differentiate also what is the church. And many people still don't understand the concept. They know about it. But once you understand that you and I that's, that are saved is the church, is the body we will not get so much caught up in buildings and gatherings and buildings and there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes we, we put the church buildings or a, uh, or a coliseum over the real church, which is the body of Christ. So sometimes we get in a building and we get to praying and talking about, you know, asking the Holy Spirit to come down on us and fill us and refill us and baptize us because we don't understand that the Holy Spirit is already infilled and sealed in the body of Christ, which is the church, the assembly. So I'm not going to get back into that. I just, my, my, so I came to the conclusion that I believe it's man led. I believe mostly all the revivals are man led. But I believe God can move in any situa situation and choose, not choose, that sounds like a Calvinist, but he can use the person that's really crying out for his word. I believe that God can use any situation like he done in the past to bring people to true salvation. You know, I really believe that. Okay. Now, I'm going to read a book. And this book uh, it's authored by Marianne Manley. She's from San Diego, California. Marianne Manley. And it's the history of the Bible, the history of God's plan, like I promised you all that I was going to do. It's a basic understanding, like a fast cliff note of God's plan, okay? So I want you to understand it. Let me put this down and get comfortable here. All right. Now, you might say, what do I mean by God's plan? God has a twofold plan for the heaven and for the earth. But if you read your Bible, study your Bible, read your Bible rightly divided in the correct way, you will understand the majority of God's plan started with the earth. Then it came with the people of Israel. This is after the fall of man, to, uh, down to Genesis 12, it started with Abraham. The fall of man. So the majority of the Bible is about the earthly plan for this group of people called Israel, the Jews, the Hebrews. Okay? 
uh, but I'm not going to get into that now. I want to get at this very quickly because it might take me 24 to 30 minutes. I can read fast, but I don't want to read so fast that you're not getting what I'm saying. But I want you to understand his plan. So it's like a storybook. It's very beautiful. I appreciate Marianne Manley doing this. It's really, she made this particular book. God said, let me go back. What let, the name of it? I keep forgetting names. Uh, yes, just as God said. Did she talk about certain things by Marianne Manley? The name of the book, and I, I, I recommend Marianne Manley to my listeners to look for Marianne Manley out of San Diego, California. Very basic uh, Bible teaching books. It's incredible. She's pretty good, pretty good. Just as God said, is going to be the book that I'm going to be reading out of. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm reading away from the mic. I don't know if you all hear me or not. But the name of the book will be Just As God Said by Marianne Manley. I'm going to read through it. I'm going to stop once in a while, just give you a breakdown. If you don't understand it, I'm going to give you my evaluation and try to break down what's going on in this book. So I'm going to start right now. Now, I'm not going to go through every beginning uh, uh the forward and all the people she's thanking and everything like that, which is a beautiful thing. I'm just going to start on a page, uh, 20 page. It doesn't have a page number, okay? But I'm going to start off on a section that's called What Happened to Your Hand? Now, the hand that uh, she's talking about, it's a beautiful picture. All these pictures are beautiful. It's showing Jesus' hand with the nail print in his hand. I know some scholars believe it was the wrist. But for, you know, just before argument's sake, they showing Jesus' hand with the nail print in it and the little girl, little cute little girl pointing at the hole in his hand. You have to see the picture to really understand it. I like her books. I love her books because they got, they're so picturistic. They're so uh, photogenic. They're just so beautiful with the paintings. I, I know whoever done those paintings done a great job in those drawings. But they're showing a little girl we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday looking at jesus hand and she's pointing at him saying like what's in your hand so i'm going to start right there this is the story and the history of god's plan you might not get it from the get but i'm going to make it so plain i'm going to go right through it but it's exactly close almost close to the t what God was doing through his plan. And this is going to be for all ages, but it's going to be read to you like you are a child spiritually in the Lord for the ones who know the deepness of what's going on. So here we go. The girl wanted to ask Jesus, what happened to your hand? Jesus died for our sins. He was buried and rose again the third day, just as God said. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Now, this is the gospel. This is the way to be saved. This is 1 Corinthians 15 through 4. This is the way to be saved today. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15 through 4. Now, if we believe what Jesus did for us, then we will live forever in heaven with God. Just as God said, the Bible says we will live eternally 
and the heavens, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 1. God talks to us through the Bible, through his word. We talk to God in prayer. Jesus loved all the little children of the world. Now, this is God's plan going down the line. One, God had a plan before he created anything. We need to know that. Two, God planned to make one wonderful heaven and a wonderful earth. That's very important. God's plan is for the heaven and the earth, like I uh, reiterated it earlier. Three, God planned to live in both places with the creatures he created. Four, God is love and God loves us. God has told us the truth in his book, the Holy Bible. That's five. Thy word is truth. You can find this in John 17 and 17. Before he created and made anything, God was. From everlasting to everlasting, thou art God, according to Psalms 90 and 2. God is one and three persons, the triune, the Godhead. Some people know it by the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. All three love each other. God wanted to make a place for him to live and creatures to live with him. Before God created anything, they talked. They made a plan. Who is they? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Okay, the Godhead, according to Mary and Manly. You'll find this in Acts 2 and 23 and 1 Peter 1, 18 to 20. God wanted to have two places for his creatures to live. He also wanted his creatures to have free will. God wanted them to decide on their own to believe him. That's very important, very important. They can choose to do right or wrong. If our creatures make the wrong decisions, the son said, I love you, Father, send me and I will go pay for their wrong. The father said, as much as I love you, my son, I will have to let you go and rescue them. You are the only one who can save them. I trust you and my word will guide you. I know you can do it. Now, if this is breaking down, this is not the King James or whatever. This is just breaking down and ain't plain lingo for the children and the young believers that's old and young in the faith. So you should be able to understand this. I like this way. The Holy Ghost said, I love you both. I support and trust all that you do. God also had a secret, a mystery that he would not tell anyone until he was ready to. The son is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. You can find that in Revelation 13 and 8. He is God's special rescuer. God is love. John 4 and 8. God the Father. God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. There is none like God according to Isaiah 46 and 9. Each person of the Godhead loves and esteems the other two persons more and better than themselves. That's love and that's holy. Philippians 2 and 3. Now, the Bible. Now, what is the Bible? Let's break this down. The Bible is God's book to us. Now that the Bible is finished and complete, God only talks to us through the Bible. Very Listen to this very carefully. The Bible tells us three important things. Number one, where we came from. Number two, why are we here? And number three, where are we going? So this book, the Bible addresses all that. We just have to search it out and read it literally of what it's saying. 
I'm, I'm adding this myself, okay? All right, continuing. Quoting, God's word is true. What God says is important is an important thing, not what a man says. Okay? That is why we need to learn and read so we can read the Bible for ourselves. Very important. That's very important. God loves you and wants you to live with him in heaven. God is perfect. Bad news. No one who is not perfect can come before God. All people do wrong things, even mom and dad. The good news is God has made a way for people who do wrong to come to heaven. But first we have to admit that we do that we do wrong things and need God's help or need God to help us. We have to admit that we are sinners. It's very important for an unbeliever, you know, to admit that he's a sinner. You got to believe that you need to be saved. You got to believe that you're a sinner in order for you to believe that somebody saved you. You don't think you are a sinner. You don't think nobody's there to save you. Common sense, okay? Continue. Have you ever done anything wrong? Yes. Do you share your toys? Do you share your treats? Now she's talking like, you know, listen, I'm not talking to you guys. This is a true a book for children, but uh, even some new believers can get something out of this. Have you ever said this is mine and I will not share or only share the small part? This is being selfish. Now, this is she saying it in a little kid's point of view, but look at it as an adult. How we share, how we hold on to things. Do we share as an adult? So just put yourself in these shoes and not the children's shoes, okay? All right. Have you ever taken something that you were not allowed to take? <laughs> Have you ever disobeyed? Sometimes we may even think something bad. Everyone is born born knowing right and wrong. Remember, when even when God was in charge of nobody was sin after the fall of man. Now this is me, I'm trying to elaborate what she's talking about. After the fall of man, after they ate the tree of life that gave them the tree of the tree of truth of knowledge, good and evil, they knew right from wrong. They was not getting charged for no sin because there was no law for them to break, but they was getting charged for right and wrong, okay, all right, everyone was born knowing right and wrong, everyone is born wanting to do, wanting to do wrong, everyone also does wrong, now you ever notice that when a child is born, what they do, they come out crying, they get a little older, they want their way, they, they talk and they stomp, all of us done that, that's part of the sin nature, that's something we need to think about. That's part of the same nature. Why children, when we was little, we act like we act because we wanted we wanted our way. That's from the curse of the fall of man. That's why we came out the way, wanting our way, crying, pouting, stomping, and wanting our way. Okay, so it's not the child's fault. It wasn't our fault. It was the sin nature that we have inherited from the beginning from Adam. Okay. Now, continue reading. If you think that you are perfect and have no need for God, then God cannot help you. The Bible says there's no one who does right. No, not one. All right. Now, why do we do wrong things? Listen carefully. There are several reasons why we make wrong choices. God gave his creatures free will. That means he gave them a choice. They can choose the way they want a choice. He, did, he wasn't using nobody as a puppet. Creatures as an animals as well. All Everything from creation had their free will. That's the beautiful thing of God. In the beginning, let's get into the beginning now. Here's the story of the Bible history and God. 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd only at BJ's. God's plan. Listen, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. A lot, some translation says heavens, but that's a mistranslation. It's heaven, but I'm not going to break that down now. God created the heaven and the earth according to Genesis 1 and 1. God created them perfectly. God does everything perfect and the first time. God created them in the order, even angels and the earth. Now, from here on, I'm just going to read all the way through. I'm going to try not to elaborate because it's so plain and self-explanatory. You can catch on to it later, but it's so self-explanatory, so I'm going to read all the way through. One, number one, God made one heaven, singular. Okay? If, the, if your Bible says God made more than one heaven at this time, then you have a false Bible. You need to find the true Bible. Okay, she says false Bible because she's talking about other translations. I wouldn't go far as false. Some Bibles and a lot of Bibles, most of them are false, but that's her take on that. Okay, two, God made the angels and other heavenly creatures. After God made heaven, he made the creatures to live in heaven. God made cherubims with four wings, seraphims with six wings, and angels with no wings. God made the earth. When God made the earth, the angels shouted with joy. But then when one cherub named Lucifer was on the earth, he said, I will be like the most high God. According to Isaiah 14 and 14, we'll find it there. Lucifer talked some of the angels into joining him. They decided not to obey God and to follow Lucifer. According to Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28. God said he had found evil in Lucifer and his name was changed to Satan. According to Ezekiel 28 and 15, God said that if any more angels join Satan and his angels, they will go into the giant trash can called the lake of fire. Matthew 25 and 41. The good angels stayed with God because they knew God would do just as God said. God said that Satan and the angels that disobeyed God would not stay with God and have to leave. God cast them out. God closed off part of heaven for him to live in. The rest of heaven became dark. God filled most of heaven and earth with water, according to 2 Peter 3, 5 and 6. Everything was dark. The earth was empty and had lost its shape. Genesis 1 and 2. Satan and his angels had left the earth. God had a plan. The Spirit of God moved over the waters. God had let his life come back into that part of heaven. God said, let there be light. And there was light. 
just as God said. God is light and in him is no darkness at all. 1 John 1 and 5. God spoke in the six days created the animals. God spoke and in six days, excuse me, he created the animals, a man and a woman and made the heaven and earth nice again. Then he rested on the seventh day. He said that each of the six days were good except for the two. That was because Satan and his bad angels were still there. In fact, they are still in the heavenly places today. Okay? God let the heavenly places, we call it outer space. The heavenly places is outer space. Okay? Remember that. Remain dark. Let me read this again. God let the heavenly places we call outer space remain dark. Angels do not like the dark. Alrighty? The seven days. Day one. This is a breakdown, what God done in these seven days. Day one, God divided light and darkness. Good. Day two, God divides water from the waters. Day three, God divides the day dry land from the seas. Good. Day four, God made the sun, moon, and stars. Good. Day five, God created birds and sea creatures and great whales. Good. Day six, God brought forth animals and created mankind. Very good. Day seven, God rested. God said everything that he did in the six days was good. Not all things. God wanted the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, to rule over the earth and everything in it, which God's ruling over them. Okay? God gave Adam and Eve one rule. These are the rules. God told Adam, you may eat from every tree that I have made except one tree. If you eat from that tree, you will die. Satan did not want the people to rule over him. He had a plot to turn the people against God. Satan is against everything that God wants. Satan did not come to Adam. He came to Eve. He asked, did God say you would die if you ate fruit from the tree? Yes, Eve said, we are not even to touch that tree. If you eat that tree, you will not die. Satan lied. That tree will make you wise so that you will know all that is good and all that is bad. Eve looked at the pretty fruit. Hmm, she said in her mind. It looked like it would taste good. God doesn't want you to eat the fruit because it will make you like him. Satan went on, you will be as gods. Liturgy, gods. Eve wanted to be wise like God. Capital G, God the creator. Why do you eat that fruit? Or why don't you eat that fruit, Satan said. Adam and Eve did not obey God. This is how they done this. This this is the beginning of the fall of man. So Eve took fruit from the tree and she ate it. She gave some to Adam and he ate too. Oh no, first God had trouble in heaven and now God had trouble on earth, heaven and earth. The light in them went out. They had been created to live forever, but now they began to die. Bad came upon everything that God had made on earth. Instead of ruling over the earth, the people joined Satan. Satan had done wrong, and Adam and Eve did wrong. God said they had to leave the garden. Satan was able to continue to rule on the earth. 
with their light gone, Adam and Eve saw that they were naked. For the first time, they knew that they was naked after they ate the fruit. So they sewed fig leaves together to make themselves aprons to cover them. Then God came, as usual, to walk and talk with Adam and Eve. They heard him and hid themselves among the trees. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden at the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. God amongst the trees of the garden. Genesis 3 and 8. Adam and Eve knew they had done wrong. This is what happened. The Lord God called Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Genesis 3 and 9. Adam said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. I hid myself. Genesis 2 and 10. Because thy did wrong, God said, that Eve would have pain when she had a baby, and that her husband would rule over her. Because Adam had listened to Eve and ate of the tree that God said not to eat of. He had to work hard and sweat in order to have food to eat. The ground was cursed from now on with weeds and thistles would grow in it. The serpent was cursed more than all creatures and would be hit on the head. Everything God had made to suffer because of what Adam and Eve did. Adam and Eve's aprons of leaves would not last. So God killed some innocent animals and put their skins on Adam and Eve as their clothing. God spilled the blood of the innocent lamb because of the wrong Adam and Eve did. One day, Jesus would be the lamb. In other words, this is a picture of our Messiah Savior. This also is the first sacrifice in the Bible. Okay, continuing. But God made a promise that from the woman would come someone who would destroy Satan so things can be right again. This would be the Redeemer. Genesis 3 and 15. The Redeemer will restore what Adam had lost. This time, Adam and Eve believed what God said because they believed what God said they will live one day. God said Adam and Eve had to leave the garden. Adam and Eve had to leave the Garden of Eden. Eden. God didn't want them to eat from another tree, the tree of life, to live forever as imperfect. God put some cherubs and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Genesis 3 and 24. Satan has a plot, but God has a plan. Adam and Eve had children. Now, Adam and Eve had two sons, Cain and Abel. Cain offered his very best vegetables and fruit to God, and Abel offered God his best lamb. God was happy with Abel's gift, but not with Cain's. Cain was mad. God warned Cain, but he did not listen to God. God killed his, Cain killed his brother Abel. You'll find this in Genesis 4 and 8, Hebrews 11 and 4, 1 John 3 and 12, and Jude 1 and 11 explains this breakdown. Later, Adam and Eve had another son named Seth. They had many more children. Adam lived to be 930 years old. And the days of Adam as he had begotten Seth were 800 years, and he begot sons and daughters. Genesis 5 and 4. Because of their faith, Adam and Eve will live again eternally in God's kingdom on earth. Every person born after Adam 
and Eve do wrong things because we are all children of Adam's. Romans 5 and 12. People are born wanting to do wrong. Children do wrong. Parents do wrong. Satan still wants people not to obey what God says in the Bible. We live in an evil world. For all these reasons, we all do wrong things. The Flood. The story of the flood. At one time, there were only eight people who did right. There were Noah and his wife, his three sons and their wives. Even the animals were bad. God told Noah that he would send a flood to destroy all the evil. God will start over with Noah and his family. It rained for 40 days. The flood covered all the earth, just as God said. After the flood, God and Noah and his family, God, after the flood, God told Noah and his family to spread out and fill the earth with people and animals again. The Tower of Babel. The people refused to obey God and spread out. At that time, the people had only one language. God made them have many languages so that they would obey him and spread out over the earth. Groups that all spoke the same language became nations, Gentile nations. What happened to the nations? God gave the nations up. He left the people to themselves because human wisdom causes self-destruction. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him, not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Romans 1 and 21. Without God, the people would only get worse and worse. God was right. They were always fighting and doing wrong. They worshipped themselves and idols that they made from wood, stone, metal, instead of God. The Lord God gave the Gentile nations up. God planned to return and to save them later through his own nation that he would make. By this time, God has inst had instituted four things for people's protection. Free will, marriage, family, and nations. Abraham, the story of Abraham. This time, instead of destroying the wicked people of the earth with a flood, God chose to make his own nation from one man, Abraham. God told Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy father's house. Separate yourself unto a land, Israel, that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Genesis 12, 1 and 3. God's promise to Abraham was a land, a people, a blessing forever. Genesis 13 and 15. God told Abraham about the hard time to come for the special people. That hard times will come for the special people that will come from him. They will be strangers in a land that was not theirs. Egypt and served them for 400 years. Genesis 15 and 13. But God promised to bring them back in their land. God is able to say what will happen in the future in the Bible. Abraham had a son named Isaac. Isaac had a son named Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons. God changed Jacob's name to Israel. 
The 12 sons of Israel became 12 tribes. The 12 tribes make up God's nation. God's special people, Israel, will help God to rule the earth. God said that the Redeemer will come from the tribe of Judah. The 12 sons of Jacob, these are their names. The oldest, Reuben. Then comes Simeon. Number three, Levi. Four, Judah. Five, Dan. Six, Naphtali. Seven, Gad. Eight, Asher. Nine, Issachar. Ten, Zebulun. Eleven, Joseph. And twelve, Benjamin or Benjamin. Moses. This is the story of Moses. Jacob and his twelve sons moved to Egypt and were captive 400 years, just as God said. Pharaoh's daughter took care of Moses and the tribe of Levi. God talked to Moses in the burning bush on Mount Sinai. God led the nation of Israel out of Egypt by Moses, just as God said. God brought Israel to the Red Sea on the way to the land. God promised to Abraham. God gave his people the law through Moses on Mount Sinai. Israel was to be a kingdom of priests, according to Exodus 19 and 6, to help God get the other nations back from the Satan. Back from Satan. God will have saved any God will save anyone who believed that Israel's God was God and blessed Israel. This is not how people are saved today. Interesting. Kingdom of priests. However, while Moses was on the mountain with God, getting the Ten Commandments, God's law, Israel's faith failed. Satan convinced them to worship him. They made an idol, a god they can see, a golden calf. God was mad and Moses was mad. Moses broke the stone tablets. Then he went back up to the mountain to plead for his people. God gave Moses another copy of the Ten Commandments and more laws, 613 laws. Moses told the children of Israel that if they disobeyed God by worshiping idols, God would punish them seven times more, according to Leviticus chapter 26. The story of King David. God said that the Redeemer will come from David's family and will sit on his throne forever. 2 Samuel 7, 12-16. Daniel. Israel disobeyed God and were taken to the land of their enemy, Babylon. While the captivity, God gave Daniel the timetable for Israel. Their prince will come to be their king in 490 years. But a false prince will also come. The false prince will make a deal or agreement with Israel for seven bad years. Daniel 9, 2, 24, and 27. That's the tribulation period. He's talking about the Antichrist. Continuing. Jesus, the promised redeemer. Jesus was born right on time, Galatians 4 and 4. Jesus was born of a virgin that was from David's family, just as God said. Before the virgin married a man, the Holy Ghost was involved in the making of baby Jesus. The angel of the Lord told Mary, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. That holy thing which, which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God, according to Luke 135. Jesus is God's son. Mary and her husband Joseph and baby Jesus. Let's break this down. Jesus will save his people Israel from their sins, according to Matthew 1 and 21. Jesus arrived on time, just as God said to Daniel, because Jesus was born of a virgin. The sin of Adam was not in him. He never did anything wrong. He never sinned. He lived a perfect life. Jesus was the only one who lived a sinless life. No other man on earth never lived a sinless life like Jesus. John the Baptist said, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The seven bad years will come. Matthew 3, 2 and 7. He pointed Jesus out to Israel. When Jesus was a grown man, John the Baptist saw him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. John 1 and 29. When John baptized Jesus in the water, God the Father spoke from heaven and said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Matthew 3 and 17. The Spirit of God came down on Jesus like a dove. Jesus was tested by Satan in the wilderness. Satan heard that Jesus was the Son of God. The Spirit of God wanted Jesus to go into the desert, so Jesus obeyed and went there alone. Satan came to him just as he had come to Eve. Three times Satan tried to get Jesus to do wrong. Satan said, if you are the Son of God, Satan even offered to give Jesus the whole world and everything in it if he worshipped him. Matthew 4 and Luke 4. But Jesus answered Satan with words that are written in the Bible. Jesus chose to obey his father. Satan left Jesus alone for a time. Jesus is the only person who never did anything wrong. Jesus had 12 special followers called apostles. Jesus had 12 apostles because Israel had 12 tribes. Jesus told his 12 apostles to tell his people about him and that, and that they could live in his kingdom on earth. Jesus said to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and preach the kingdom of heaven. It's near Matthew 10, 6 and 7. These are the names of the 12 disciples before they became apostles. Simon Peter, Andrew, James, John, Philip. Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, Simon, Thaddeus, James, and Judas, the 12 disciples, okay? After Judas betrayed Jesus, he was replaced by Matthias, according to Acts 1 and 26. 
Jesus declared himself to be the king of the Jews. Jesus came riding into Jerusalem according to Zechariah 99, which was prophesied, just as God said. Jesus died on the cross. Jesus died on the cross for the sins of his people, just as God said. He shed his blood. He was despised and rejected of men, according to Isaiah 53. He was buried, but three days later, he rose up from the grave in a body that would never die, just as God said. Thomas looks at the nail prints. Thomas has said, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger to the print of the nails, I will not believe. Eight days later, Jesus said, Thomas, reach here thy finger and behold my hands. Be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord, my God. John 20, 25 to 28. Jesus has said he was Israel's king, just as God said. Jesus went back to heaven. Jesus was with God for 40 days, speaking about his kingdom. On the Mount of Olives, Jesus went back up to heaven in a cloud, according to Acts 1 and 9. One more year for Israel. Jesus gave his nation Israel one more year to believe, believe who he was. Jesus sent the Holy Ghost like flames on their heads to help his little flock of followers. Luke 12 and 32, Acts 2, 1 and 4, Hebrews 2 and 4. Peter preached to the men of Israel on Pentecost. On the Jewish feast day, Peter preached to the men of Israel the bad news of the cross. You ignorantly killed Jesus your king, but if you believe he will come to set up his kingdom on earth, just as God said. As God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began, Acts 2, 3, and 21, 3,000 Jews believed that day. The story of the stoning of Stephen. Most of the people of Israel did not believe in Jesus. Saul watched the coast of the religious leaders that threw stones at Stephen till he died, Acts 7. He came unto his own, and his own received him not, John 1 and 11. They refused to believe what the Holy Ghost said through Stephen. Israel failed, according to Romans 11, 11 and 12. God put his nation Israel on hold. God interrupted what had been prophesied. Everything about the king and his kingdom on earth had been spoken by the holy prophets of God since the world began, Luke 1 and 70. Everything had happened just as God said, but now God said what he had kept secret since the world began, Romans 16 and 25. These are not the same. They are two different things. One was spoken and the other was kept secret. Listen to this again. One was spoken, the other was kept secret. God had been talking about the earth, but now God began to talk about heaven to us through Paul, the Apostle Paul. There are two Gospels. Peter preached the Gospel of the circumcision to Israel, the Jews. Paul preached the Gospel of the uncircumcision to the nations, the Gentiles. Peter preached one message to the circumcision Israel. Paul preached another message to the uncircumcision all nations.
Peter and his little group of true believers in Israel believed that Jesus of Nazareth was the Son of God, the King of the Jews, who will live on earth. This is not what we are to believe to be saved. This is not the gospel for the day, in other words. Now, Christ from heaven had a new message to a new group of, group of people. Who did Jesus pick to tell the people about it? The salvation. This is the story and the beginning of the Apostle Paul. The salvation of Saul of Tarsus, Paul. God surprised Satan by saving one of his enemies who had been at the stoning of Stephen. God delayed punishing Israel for their unbelief in him. Jesus Christ began to show grace and peace to everyone who will believe and join the new group according to Acts 9, 22-26. The risen glorified Jesus suddenly appeared to Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus. Satan said, What? That is not just as God said. All things have been just as God said from Genesis to Acts 9. Acts 9, but now God says something new and different. Satan was caught of God. He had been played, <laughs> in other words. Saul was on his way to arrest the followers of Jesus and his ministry on earth. Saul did not believe that Jesus was who he said he was. Saul thought he was helping God to get rid of false believers. When Jesus appeared to Saul, Saul knew he had been wrong. Jesus really was God. The Lord Jesus Christ told Saul that he was going to begin a new ministry from heaven to save another group of people to live in the heavenly places, and Paul would be his helper. In other words, listening, listeners, it's going to be a transition from the kingdom gospel to the gospel of grace. The kingdom gospel from Jesus' earthly ministry and the twelve apostles to the gospel of the grace of God from the number one apostle for the Gentiles, Apostle Paul. This is called the transition from the law to grace, kingdom to the gospel of grace. All right. Why did Jesus need another apostle when he already had 12? Listen carefully. The 12 helped Jesus with his ministry on earth. Let me read this again. The 12 helped Jesus with his ministry on earth. Paul helped Jesus with his ministry from heaven. Two different ministries, according to Acts 26, 14 and 18. Jesus made Saul his one apostle to one body of Christ. One is the number for this group. Saul began using his Greek name, Paul. In other words, Saul became Paul. He had a Greek name. His Jewish name was Saul. His Gentile name, his Greek name, Gentile name is Paul. You get it? Continuing, Paul went all over the known world telling everyone the news that Jesus was saving a new group of people to live in heaven. So this is not about earth again, no more. We're talking about heaven now, the gospel of grace for the day, children. Paul said that when Christ died on the cross, he saved two groups of believers. What must I do to be saved, Paul said. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. The question was asked, what must I do to be saved? Paul answered back, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved, Acts 16 and 31. Paul preached the good news of the cross. Christ died for our sins, was buried, and rose again the third day. Now, what did, what did Paul preach again? What's the gospel for the day? Christ died for our sins, 
was buried and rose again the third day. That's the belief. That's the that's the only way to be saved today by believing that what Jesus did. Continuing, Jesus has done it all. If we think we have to add anything, we say it was not enough. The new group is called the body of Christ. Jesus is the head. One day the body will be joined to the head and be complete. That's the day of the catching away of the rapture of the church. The Jerusalem Council. One day, Jesus told Paul to tell Peter and the others at Jerusalem that he had to interrupt what they were doing. They had to stop taking new believers into the kingdom on earth group. Acts 15. When Peter and the others saw and understood what Jesus Christ was doing, now they agreed to stop and just take care of those believers that they had. They all shook hands according to Galatians 2, 7 and 9. Being the apostle to all people was not easy. Sometimes Paul was put in jail. Paul wrote, wrote 13 letters to the new group of believers. Jesus Christ has been saving many people to live in heaven for a long time, nearly 2,000 years. So why did God keep the mystery a secret? God kept the mystery a secret. God had to wait to tell anyone before he told anyone about the secret that he would save another group to live in heaven. The mystery was that God would use this group to rule the heavenly places. God did not want Satan to know his plan. If Satan had known God's plan, Satan would not have allowed Jesus to be crucified. Mm, did you know that? Satan did not know that he lost both the earth and his heaven, his place in heaven, until he heard what Paul said according to 1 Corinthians 2, 6, and 8. Christ told Paul the mystery and other special information. It's about eight, seven or eight different secrets and mysteries that the Lord Jesus Christ revealed to Paul. Okay, remember that, listeners. It was at least about seven, eight different type of mysteries, secrets, hidden truths, hidden wisdom that God only revealed to the Apostle Paul, nobody else. Okay, let me continue. Paul said that Jesus saved both the believers on earth and in heaven when he died on the cross. Satan was mad. God proved he is all wise. 1 Corinthians 3 and 19, Romans 16 and 27, Ephesians 3 and 10, and Colossians 2 and 15. Things Paul said. Paul was speaking to us. He is, he is our apostle according to Romans 11 and 13. I didn't get my information from man, but straight from Jesus Christ. Galatians 1, 11 and 12. This is from Paul. This is the, this is the days that Paul spoke. Christ crucified and was risen in the power of God to us who are saved. 1 Corinthians 1 and 18, Romans 1 and 16. Believers are delivered from the power of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. By his blood, we have forgiveness of sins, according to Colossians 1 and 13. By one spirit are we all baptized into one body, according to 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. Jesus Christ was administered to Israel to confirm the promises God made to their fathers, Romans 15 and 8. The fathers of Israel are Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. From now on, we are not to follow Jesus' earthly ministry, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 16. 
Jesus told the mystery of Paul that had been hid in God. Paul said God has given us a time of grace. No one knew about the mystery until God gave it to me for you, according to Ephesians 3, 1 and 9. Paul is telling people of all nations what they should believe. Romans 16, 25 and 26. Follow me as a follower of Christ from heaven told me about the mystery. 1 Corinthians 4 and 16, 11 and 1 and 14 and 37, Philippians 3 and 17. Study the Bible and divide truth from truth. We divide the truth God gave to Paul from the rest of the Bible. 2 Timothy 2 and 15. Studying God's word is how we show God we love him and grow in our understanding of the Bible. This makes God happy with us. Love heaven because that is where you will live forever, not on the earth. Colossians 3 and 2, 2 Corinthians 5 and 1. We have a part of God's plan to glory in him. We have a part in God's plan to glory his son. Ephesians 1, 11 and 12. God's word can help us be wise. 2 Timothy 3 and 15. Paul told us what God's will is. Who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 2 and 4. All the Bible is profitable to make us mature in our understanding of what God says according to 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. If you understand my words, then that will help you understand all God's words. Bold statement by the Apostle of the Gentiles. 2 Timothy 2 and 7. Paul wrote the last words in the Bible. A lot of people did not know this, okay? It is interesting that the last part to be written in the Bible is in the middle. Is in the middle. Jesus gave Paul the job to finish writing the Bible, to fulfill the word of God, Colossians 1 and 25. The Bible is complete. The mystery had been hid in God, Ephesians, Ephesians 3 and 9. But Christ had Paul write about it to us in 13 letters, Romans 2, Philemon. Colossians 1 and 25 reads, Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Colossians 1 and 26, Even the mystery which had been hidden from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. King James Bible. The rapture, the catching away. Christ will come back with the souls of the saints. He will appear in the air to catch up all the dead and living and the heavenly believers. Jesus only told Paul about the catching up, which is called the rapture. Paul wrote about it in 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17, and elsewhere. The Tribulation After the rapture of the body of Christ, Jesus will... Jesus Christ will continue what he started with Peter. Because Israel worshipped idols, there will, be, there will be seven bad years of trouble for Israel, according to Jeremiah 30 and 7. Just as God said, it will be the last chance to enter the kingdom. Hebrews to Revelation. I'll
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin from makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost water gel facial moisturizer. BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's. The books that help Israel to know more about the seven bad years, which Daniel told Israel about. And the future kingdom, Hebrews is another name for the people of Israel. In the middle of Israel's trouble, Satan and his bad angels will be cast out of heaven to the earth. Revelation 12, 79. The body of Christ will be taken over the heavenly places that Satan and his bad angels were cast out from. The body of Christ will help God to rule the heaven. They will make sure none of the good angels turn bad. The second coming of Christ. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. Matthew 24 and 42. Then Jesus will return from heaven with his angels to rule the earth for a thousand years. When he comes, the living believers see that he still has the nail prints in his hands, that they will be sad because Israel didn't believe him. The first time he came, Zechariah 12 and 10, but Jesus will comfort them and bring them into his kingdom. Jesus will resurrect his people. Abraham, King David, and others will live again, according to Matthew 8:11 and Jeremiah 30 and 9. David will rule over Israel. Christ will rule the world. The twelve apostles will rule over the twelve tribes. His nation of Israel will rise and be a kingdom of priests to help Jesus save the nations on the earth. Isaiah 61, 1-6. Satan will be locked up for that thousand years according to Revelation 20 and 3. After the thousand years is over, Jesus will release Satan. Those who follow Satan then will die by fire from heaven. Revelation 29. The Great White Throne Judgment. Jesus Christ will sit on the Great White Throne and judge all the lost believers, unbelievers. All who follow Satan will be cast into the lake of fire. Death and hell will be also cast into the lake of fire. The new heaven and the new earth. God will make a new heaven and a new earth for his two groups of believers. All believers will have a new everlasting body. They will have everlasting bodies. His spirit, his life, and his light. Heaven will have God's light. God will live with his people and rule both places, heaven and earth. God will gather heaven and earth into one. God will remove the separation of the third heaven, and there will be one heaven again. God will rule and be in his one kingdom of heaven and earth. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Ephesians 1 and 10. Most of the Bible is about the king and his kingdom on earth. Only Paul tells us about God's heavenly plan for the body of Christ. The kingdom of God. 
Israel, God's rule, Israel, his earthly people, and the nations as king. The church, the body of Christ, is God's rule of his heavenly people as Lord and head. Let me say this again. God's plan for Israel is they're going to be ruling on earth as priests in the nation, as in the, in the kingdom on earth. The body of Christ will be ruling in the heavenly places. Okay, that's the difference. That's the two programs. God will rule over both heaven and earth. By one cross, Jesus saved both heaven and earth believers. The believers in heaven and earth will glorify and exalt the Lord Jesus Christ forever. All the Bible is for our learning. In Hebrews, we learn that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 and 6. We also learn, we also learn that the blood of animals can never permanently take away sins, according to Hebrews 10 and 11. Man sinned, so man had to die. The God-man, Jesus Christ, did died in, in our place. Jesus took the punishment for him that all people deserve, and God gave us what only Jesus deserves. But wait a minute. Tell me again, what must I do to be saved? This is how to be saved. Jesus has done it all, and there is nothing left for us to do. All we do is believe Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 4. When the Father sees believers, he sees his beloved Son, Jesus. We are accepted and beloved. Ephesians 1 and 6. Jesus took our sin on the cross. When we believed, we received his righteousness. This is incredible. What a deal. For we had made him to be sin for the world, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21 because we have the righteousness of Jesus on us as a believer Father God sees us in just just the right way we will be allowed to live with God in heaven time passed Ephesians 2 11 and 12 but now Ephesians 2 and 13 ages to come Ephesians 2 and 7 the Holy Bible is God perfectly preserved words are found in the King James Bible. God talks to us through his word. We talk to God in prayer. Prayer is just talking to God. People are not perfect, but God's word is perfect. Like he is, God's word is our absolute authority. When we understand what God has done, is doing, and will do, we can have peace in our hearts. No matter what is going on around us, we know God is faithful. Everything will turn out just as God said. God bless you. The end. That's the history and the plan in a nutshell that a child can understand God's plan and, and history. Okay? That's it. I hope you got something out of that. It was read to you like a child because the book was meant for little kids to understand. That's what God wants us to come to him as little children, even today, to understand his word. And the only way we can really understand it, the meat of it as believers, as adults, is studying. 
we must do the second Timothy 2 and 15 study to show ourselves approved a workman that needs not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth that's the history story of the Bible that book is by Marianne Manley Marianne Manley wrote their books beautiful I hope you got something dealt that was just a fast uh, a fast breakdown on God's plan now everything in there is not completely pulled and for you to understand the deeper things you have to study that yourself the in-betweens like the different books in the Bible but that's basically the plan of God heaven and earth that's the plan of God I'm going to leave you with that please go over this again Write these scriptures down. There's many verses and scriptures that I, I pointed out in this book. Write those scriptures down. Study to show thyself approved. Become an ambassador. Become a reconciler. So you can go out there and be an ambassador, a reconciliator. To bring people back to God. Understand your place in the Bible. Listen closely. We must understand what is our place in the Bible. Who is talking to us, the body of Christ today? It's been over a couple of thousand years since the body of Christ has been around. Who is our apostle? We must understand that. Our apostle today is the apostle Paul, not the apostle Peter, not the twelve. They are the apostles for Israel. The apostle for the Gentiles, the body of Christ today, is the apostle Paul. Apostle Paul is the apostle for the Gentiles. See, God has a timeline. We must follow his timeline. We must follow his plan. We can't just pick and choose and cherry pick everything out of the Bible and make it for us. We can't isolate Jesus everything and make everything that God's done. You will continue, like myself, to be confused. Because how come these things happen then? They are not happening now. And then you start questioning God, you start questioning the Bible, even in your church, you just go along with the flow. Learn how to rightly divide God's word. Look up the word dispensation. See why that word is used and start knocking it and abusing it and calling it names and you don't know nothing about it. Don't get caught up in the worshiping of a word like dispensation or nothing like that. That just mean how God dealt in different ways with different people in the Bible. Paul had the dispensation, which that dispensation word is only used in the King James Bible. Stewardship, administration, program. This is the service God is using me for. To be the apostle to the Gentiles with a different gospel than the ones that Peter never preached. That is different than Jesus' earthly gospel. You cannot get saved by Peter's new gospel, the kingdom gospel. Acts 2 and 38. And can I get saved that way? You get saved by the Romans 16 to 25. The Romans, the hidden gospel. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. See, Paul's preaching of the cross. Paul preached the cross. He preached death, the burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ for salvation. Peter and them preached Jesus as their king, who he was. They had to believe who Jesus was to be saved. Israel. The body of Christ or the believer, unbelievers today get saved by believing what Jesus did. Two different programs. 
You can't mix them together. You understand that, listeners. I hope you got something out of this. I try to put as much out there as I can on both of my podcasts. Now it's up to you to do your own research and your own due diligence. It's going to hurt some people's feelings in your church. Your pastor might have a different way. He might say this. He might call dispensational sensational names and everything. It's up to you to believe him or her or what the Bible, the word of God is saying. That's on you. That's on you. That word is still true today. Many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. There's so much unbelief. There's so much discord in the body of Christ and in the church. Because of the teachings and the doctrines of Paul, a lot of people still, they read his scriptures or whatever like that, but the format that we're supposed to be following under the Apostle Paul, that was ordained by Jesus, heavenly ministry, we do not do that. Most people do not do that. They want to live in the four Gospels, Jesus' earthly ministry. And people will continue to do that. I'm not saying they're not saved, but you're leaving a lot of, leading a lot of people astray. We have a responsibility as ambassadors. We have the ministry of reconciliation, not the Great Commission. The Great Commission was for the Twelve and the little flock. Our commission is ambassadors, uh, the ministry of reconciliation. Let me say this again. The, great, the, the ministry for Israel, the 12 and the little flock, was called the Great Commission. Go out to the world. Our mission wasn't so much to go out to the world. We was going out to reconcile. We could start in our neighborhoods and anywhere. Israel had to go out to the nations. We don't have to go out to the nations and around the world. Now, we can if we want to. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes, we can do that, but we're not called to do that. We start right in our own backyard. If you want to be a missionary, you do that, but let's start at, we are called to start at home in our own backyard. They had to go out to the world because that was the beginning of spreading See, that was the beginning of people trying to understand who the Messiah was. See, before it was postponed, according to Romans 11. So their great commission was to go out to the world, but they never made it out of Jerusalem. Israel never made it out of Jerusalem. So according to Acts 7, when they stoned Stephen, the Jews, the, uh, Jews scattered everywhere except the apostles. Peter and the Twelve. They stayed because they knew what they had to do. They knew they had to get it out there. They could not leave Jerusalem until they got their own saved, believing in Jesus first. That's why they did not leave. Peter and them stayed because they knew they could not leave. They had to get the Israel saved. They had to become priests so they can go out there and to the Gentile nations and tell them about the king. But they, they, they not Peter and them, but Israel and the leaders went uh, stayed in unbelief they did not believe they disobeyed God and God had to just put them down and postpone them put them to the side and he ushered in the body of Christ through the apostle Paul so it was a, this is the way that God got to the Gentiles through the new gospel the gospel of the grace of God the kingdom program is put on hold today they are not canceled 
We are not replacement Israel. This is not replacement theology. Israel will be back in the new fulfillment of the New Testament when the commandments of God is going to be uh, written on their hearts, not on a tablet or piece of paper, but in their hearts. And they will automatically obey the things of God. And they will continue to go out and do the Great Commission, the 144,000 before, after the, uh, the, the, the two witnesses. And many people believe it's Moses and Elijah. I don't know who they are, but it will be two witnesses. Then you have the 144,000 virgins that's going to go out and fulfill the Great Commission to the, to the Gentiles that's left out there preaching what? The kingdom of heaven again. Because the body of Christ, the church is gone now. It's back to the dispensation of the law again. Once you get that in your head and you get it in your heart, you will understand the Bible will come to life. You will stop trying to take everything out of the Bible and apply it to you. You will know your place is under the teachings of the Apostle Paul. We get a lot of history. We get a lot of understanding through the whole Bible now. Don't get me wrong. We learn things from the whole Bible. Some things we can still use. But our sound doctrine, our walk, and what we're supposed to be doing are the 13 letters of the Apostle Paul, Romans 2, Philemon. That's our main walk, Romans 2, Philemon. Not the four Gospels, not Hebrews, the Revelation, not the book of James, not first and second, third John, not first and second Peter. We read that for we read that for history understanding so we, we, we understand about the whole Bible, but it's not to the body of Christ. Peter, first and second Peter is not for the church today. The book of James is not to the church today. The book of Hebrews is not to the church today. First and second, third John is not for the church today. The book of Revelation is not for the church today, but it's for our learning. It's the inspiration of God for our learning. So we can know the plan of God. The body of Christ is not in none of that stuff. We're not in the book of Revelation. We're not in Hebrews and none of that stuff. We're only in the letters of the Apostle Paul because that's for the body of Christ. We're going to get connected to our head. The body has a head. Without the head, we cannot go any further. But after catching away the rapture of the church, our head is coming back to for us. Who is our head? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's king and messiah for Israel. He's Lord and savior for the body of Christ. And we will be in the heavenly places and ruling somewhere in the heavenly places. While Israel and the rest of them will be ruling on the earth. That's God's plan. Body of Christ, real talk, straight out real talk. You want some real talk and some real truth? about life in general and things in a biblical perspective, you are at the right spot. Body of Christ real talk. I love y'all. Peace out. Bye-bye. I'm going to leave you with this. You don't have to be saved to be forgiven. You already have been forgiven. Now you have a chance to be saved. It's on you now. Bye-bye. God bless you. Peace out. Love you. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.